Welcome back, everybody. It's time for another rousing fly casual. That's right. We're going 10 exhibition rounds on another super docket. So you're going to want to stick around to find out all the awesome, sweet crap we're watching, playing, singing, uh, dancing, maybe some fine embroidery on another fly casual. Let's get ready to wrinkle! You know, I was thinking about all the friends of the show that haven't been on in a long time. Okay. You know, like we haven't had Petrie and Candace for a while. Yeah. Josh from Kokomo has been a minute. Mm-hmm. We had Sancho recently, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Um, and everybody else, uh, we haven't, Toby. Tobes. We, we need yeah, like another Star Wars movie so we can get Toberson out. Toblerone. Uh, yeah, Toblerone. Uh, Papa Jin hasn't oh, been around in a while. Has, is he still alive? Uh, well, he had, he had a long stint with COVID. Oh, it was the COVID. Uh, well, he told everybody it was COVID. It It was was actually, wasn't it? It was, it was, uh, he had an an opioid addiction. (laughs) Uh, Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. But then he heard about the fentanyl and he's right out. Oh, shit. He cleaned right up. No. So hopefully we'll hear from Papa again soon. I mean, I miss Hogmas. It's been ages since we've heard from Hogmas. Wow, yeah. I don't even know who that is. I know. I'm like, I don't even know if Mike remembers Hogmas. Even on this podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no, he has joined this podcast. Yeah, Hogmas has been on Fly Casual once or twice, briefly. Okay. Okay. I think you're lying. That's back when you were running two podcasts simultaneously. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. So So many uh, fanboy, fanboy why? <laughs> Hasn't been on in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Collector, collector, yeah. Garrick's mom and dad haven't been on. Oh my oh gosh! My, yes. right. Collector Jesus. X has not even yeah, been referred to. No, nope. in nope. ages. Because I don't go outside anymore. Does it, <laughs> does does leave out. He can't. He can't find out about the the collector that's stalking him <laughs> if he can't go anywhere where he can be stalked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, Toy sections are abysmal. So oh my yeah. gosh! Not really terrible. my fault. Except for my, except for my transformer collection, that's still growing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I did. Uh, I put pictures on the Discord about visiting that uh, that local comic store oh, that yeah. opened up. Yeah, that was shared with us um, in the old firehouse on State. Yeah, that's a nice place. Is it? Honest to God, like okay, cards on the table. Mm-hmm. There have been very few places where I would ever want to go play like an RPG in public, like outside of the safety of my own home. Right. This place has got such a great room. It's the upstairs of the firehouse. Oh. And they got couches. They got a nice big table. They got a little, a little, uh, like, uh, X-Men versus Street Fighter arcade one-up machine there. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's just such a nice place. I was like, I could see us getting, you know, hmm. doing, running a little thing up there, you know, if we wanted to get out in a boot and do it. But yeah, that's a, that's a super nice store. My favorite thing is their t-shirts that, uh, have their logo is like the, uh, the, you know, you see the fireman with the fireman t-shirt and it's got the logo with like the little like flower on the chest. That's uh, like little fire implements on it or whatever. They have those. It's their logo for their store. And I was like, man, if they had those anywhere near my size, I would buy one <laughs> right now. That's a cool place that I can't currently remember the name of. I think Firehouse Comics. Probably something like Firehouse that. Firehouse Subs. That's a cool place. They, yeah, it's not subs. Not so. You can get a Cuban sandwich down the street. I Ooh, think. I like Cuban sandwiches. I think that place like is still pickles open. and the ham and the yeah. cheese. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, get a side of plantains and they ask you if hey, you, you want them sweet or unsweet. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff over there. Oh. Now I want a Cuban sandwich. Thanks a lot. I do too. You're Damn welcome. I can't do that. Enjoy your Taco though. Bell. I was talking about the uh, the burger they have at King Euros. They have a burger at a Euro place? Well, but it's, wait, there's more. It's oh. not just a burger. It's a burger oh. with a Euro on uh-huh. top of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Euro it's, like, it's like two patties, cheese, wait, is it in the flat Euro meat. It's got feta cheese, yeah, euro, feta. the, the, the onion. It's it's a euro, okay. not in a pita, pita but on a burger. 
Oh, in bun. Yeah. With the hamburger yeah. as well. Is that has tzatziki? Did you say that? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And the feta cheese. Yep. And we have to add King, do we have to add King G's to the memorial list of You had me at Tzatziki. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> we haven't been there in a long time. We used to lunch there. Oh, dude. Oh, well, because yeah. we worked Work, downtown yep. back in the day. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I got King G's near me now. Oh, do you? Oh. I wonder if it's affiliated or if it's just, you know, all the places that call themselves King Euros. <laughs> we go to that other place so often that has Euros. That Oh, yeah. But I wonder if you got to go see if that King G's has the burger, Euro burger. I don't remember what to call it. Jordan's it's, I think it's just called the King Burger. Or no. Uh, it's, King what the heck's it called? This so matters. Euro Burger. <laughs> the, the Gyro Burger is what they call it. The, gyro the King G Burger. burger. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Oh, Man, yeah. they got every type the of deep fried frozen burger. thing you can eat there, too. You say gyro. Well, oh, you want a basket of shrimp? Here you go. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I want some hush puppies. Yeah, Ooh, dude. Please. Pup it up. <laughs> Puppy, pup me. Now, if I'm going to a place called King G's, my meat is going to get shaved off a cylinder O meat. <laughs> there you go. That's the, the second, way it's going to be. Right. Second episode in a row we mentioned that. Is it really? Oh, yeah, it is. Because yeah. <laughs> we talked about shaving pieces off of Mike last week. Yeah. Hey, <sighs> wait. Delicious in my head. What can we say? We love euros around here. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> I am as good as lamb. In the That's Midwest, true. we love our euros. We I don't do. Know about a, everybody else. We love um, our greasy, country. horrible proximity of Greek food. <laughs> Big we fat Greek. Our combination burger. of That's, byproducts. They do have a king burger. A cylinder. It's a, it's just a half pound burger. Oh, it's a king burger. So it's the big fat Greek big burger. Big fat Greek half burger. Half pound burger. Wow. Half pound. Oh, it, it, and the big fat much. Greek burger is a half pound burger. Oh, with the additional. With the Euro <laughs> meat, feta cheese, Dear onions, Jesus. tomatoes, and the. You wanna, who's going to split that with me? Damn. Yeah. I always think that, but then I finish it. Yeah. <laughs> and then peck it a bag of fries. Yeah. And then jo- I'm like. Josh will split with me and then what, complain the whole time. What did I do? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Josh will want to go have these, and then the whole time just complain like, this about. This isn't it. even that good. I don't know if I want to give you my half. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah I'll, I'll pay for like a third of that. Yeah, I, was, only, I only ate like two bites. And they do have, like fifty cents. They have ribs there. I had no idea that King G said oh ribs. Gosh. Me either. And the thing is, the more you'll, you know, you'll be the first person to order ribs that day, and they will still have them served to you within 25 seconds of you ordering. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the funniest part is, yeah, you. Every, it's, like, it's like the Snoop, Snoop yeah. Nazi line, right? Like, it is the opposite. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ready. yeah, it really is. You got to be fast. They have no tolerance. The look, the grimace you will get the second you go, um, they're like, oh, God. Damn it. No euro for you. You come back. They have chili cheese fries. Back. One year. This is, <laughs> this is not at all a joke. King G's in Fort Wayne is an absolute pilgrimage place. It's it's open late, late, late. So the people yep. who are trying to de-drunkify themselves yep, late yep. on a at earliest Saturday morning. But like if you take more than three seconds to they, order, they are like tapping the foot. They are visibly pissed <laughs> off. They're like, keep the slide moving, man. Yeah. I mean, they've got lines in the drive-thru backed out forever, but they're still banging out 30 seconds at a time. It's ridiculous. Like, I, usually by the time I get done saying, and a large Dr. Pepper, my food is already, already I can see it the, down yeah. at the end of the counter, and the guy's reaching for the cup to fill the Dr. Pepper. And, and you haven't even paid yet. No, I haven't given my card. And they don't even wait for, they just run the card, say, okay, thanks, and like... <laughs> It's still like it's still calling up the bank. <laughs> they are about yeah, some speed. of our listeners may not know what that noise that you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a donkey. It's a digital donkey. Yeah. It's a donkey donk. Like in like half the time they're so busy. Refills are supposed to cost fifty cents, but half the time they're so busy. You walk up, you're holding a company. You want a refill? Yeah, and you, you like get fifty cents. Like, no, 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 no. Just go, just go. Yeah, they like I got no time for yeah. this. And there is, it's like Robert Irvine would have a heart attack if he saw this place because of the size of the menu there's so many things on the menu but again it's huge again nothing takes more than 30 seconds to have it plated and i'm like i don't know what's going on back there what kind of like demon spawn you have cooking this food so quick fried mushrooms have to be in it like i've had their mushrooms getting everything prepped oh my gosh greek spinach pie yeah which is kind of like they're kind of little uh what is what is the the spinach wrap Greek food with spinach wrap around like the feta cheese? Spanakopita. Yeah, spanakopita. It's like they're kind of like fast food spanakopita. Oh, that sounds good. 
I don't. I, I've never tried it. I've never been able to get my way through the menu because I get there every no, time, and I'm just like, hey, I, a euro. I, I'm here for a euro. Yeah. So or or a big fat Greek burger. Big fat Greek burger, right? I, which I have not had one of those. The BFG. Ever, so Wait, I am. BGB. When I moved here, there were like six euro joints in town. And as far as I know, only two of them burnt down for uh, for uh, fake insurance money. Um, and, and yeah, rumors are the two that burnt down were insurance scams. But like uh, now we still we have two. We still have the one over on Goshen that's also technically called King Euros, right? You yeah, and I got yeah. food poisoning from that place once. I believe. Oh, no. Uh, we, yeah. We've only been the once. Yeah, well, I went back recently with my wife, and I warned her while we're in the drive-thru. Uh, fair warning. Howie and I both got food poisoning the only other time I've been here. And we did not get food poisoning. Yeah. It was it was pretty good. But good. the downtown King G's experience is the quintessential. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Fort no Staple. It is. <laughs> yeah. Right across from the baseball diamond, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's where you go the to t- the potheads. Get them artery scars. Welcome yeah. back, ladies and gentlemen. Fly casual episode three forty something. Hello, forty six. six 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 six. All right, they all seem to agree at six six six. Episode six six six. Everyone, yeah, we did it. That's right. It's a palindrome. Special mark of the beast episode. It is a palindrome. Oh yeah, it's not the devil. Yeah, that. So I'm your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Across from me over there is Michael J. Archibald. Hello. Hey, man. What's up? Not much. Good. Over there, Master Control. (laughs) Shut up. What's up, Petrie? And across pond down a few is Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. Huh? What? Exactly. Huh? Huh? What happened? What happened? We're all doing. Well, let's what? all just be Petrie huh? all night long. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? What? Uh, What's happening? Uh, <laughs> who? I was hey, peeing. Hey, I got. I have the story to tell you. Oh no! And Put your I, mic down, a hole. And it's it's <laughs> this thing happened. That's me being Candace. Too it better busy. be good. What? What? Mm? Your mic mm? is up. Oh god! What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> No one can hear you. <laughs> I'm peeing. <laughs> that baby is mad. <laughs> you want a drink? <laughs> uh, Why did you give me a drink? <laughs> All right, I already have two on my desk. You oh, you wanted a drink? Did you put a pizza on? The Romans weren't that bad. Guys. Do we? Do we even have any more Totinos? <laughs> you want, do you, this do, is. You want a Smirnoff Ice? You want a mic? I love. Uh, I love listening to those guys. No, I want. Yes, that's what I want. Uh, This is what Petrie does when we play video games. Yeah. Petrie and Candace dialogue on Discord (laughs) is one of God's gifts. And you guys have to you have to envision what's happening in their bedroom. <laughs> wait, 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 no. wait. No, wait a minute. <laughs> no, there are there don't. are seven children in that household, it's and that's not, enough. It's not your, rated X. Your wife wanted them to put a camera no. in there. <laughs> I don't understand yeah, what happened that day. <laughs> no, no, this room is the biggest dork den ever. It is right. So. <laughs> In their bedroom where they have their little baby sleeping with them. And their love nest. And their love nest. They have weird, <laughs> all their collectibles are out. And they have both of their PCs right their gaming PCs right next and to work. each other. Gaming and, and work. work. Yeah. All it's all contained what in the same room. What happened to my short? I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. He's showing off his Kurt Rambuses. He's trying to compete. <laughs> Whoa. Howie uh, apparently well, is, his pocket Howie's pocket has left. And now building. he's yeah. sticking his hand through the side of his shorts and out the bottom Be of them. Be careful. Yeah. Pretty close to something there. Yeah. And <laughs> it's Mike's dreams. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> now I see that way too much with Garrick's mom. Hey, you what, know what? what? You know what that, what you're doing just now reminded me of? It's a docket episode and it's time to get right to it. I'm yeah, glad it that is. was the case because we got five more minutes. Ooh. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you why that reminded me that it's a docket episode by kicking us off. Guess what came out today? Your mom. 
the oh. new season of Kids in the Hall oh, on oh. Amazon today? Prime. Okay, yeah, you've been excited today? about that. And I'm watching. Uh, I think I'm in the middle of the second episode. I thought you were going to say head of the class. But... No. So let me tell you about Kids in the Hall on Amazon Prime. You remember how Canadian television isn't quite as conservative in terms of nudity and things as American television? Mm, truth, right? Amazon Prime is less so. Oh. Yeah, boy, do they put the pedal to the metal early. Wow. I have seen I have seen the kids in the halls, uh, boys in the hall. Oh, yeah, you have. It's a dong fest. Might as well. I'm two episodes in and both episodes are penis positive. All right. That's what I like to hear. Didn't know I was in for it. (laughs) I'm all right with it because uh, I'm going to tell you right now, they still got it. Nice. These dudes they're, they're, still because you're left-handed. That's why you're okay with it. Do I? Well, yeah, thirty <laughs> percent. It's thirty-nine percent. It's 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 funny because the entire premise at the beginning. I'm going to spoil the opener for you. Aww. The entire premise at the beginning of the show is that just now, like you, there's this, Scott Thompson's got this old man character at a garage sale, and this young girl's picking up a VHS copy of Brain Candy, their movie. Oh, I love that movie. I do too. I introduced you to that movie, I think, and I, um, maybe, and maybe. I nobody saw Brain Candy. It was a total flop, and uh, and she's like, "How much you want for it?" And he's like, "One dollar, a single dollar." She gives him like a uh, you know, a loony or whatever the Canadian dollar coin is called, and he gets this huge grin, and then boom, you're in the executive hall from Brain Candy, and Mark <laughs> McKinney's character, yes. the the president, the CEO, basically finds out. He's meeting with his staff, which is all women. They're trying to figure out how to profit and make things more uh, ready for men and like available to men. (laughs) You remember when I made stummies? Exactly. (laughs) And basically, uh, yeah, uh, the assistant comes in and alerts him that just now it's official. Brain candy has broken even. <laughs> it only took thirty years, and so now it's uh, it, now it's time to basically dig up the kids and bring them back because they finally paid off the movie, which I thought dollars. was great. That's but yeah, stuff. plenty of dong. The reason why uh, your little shorts situation uh, made me think is I'm in the I actually haven't even finished it, but I'm in the middle of a sketch that is a Zoom meeting. Uh, where they're basically starting off and it's one of the characters is from the old show and then some new characters and they're all in the zoom meeting together and they're talking about how they had to let somebody go like Wakalski or something like that because he was masturbating no. on the call. And so what they've done is, you know, they sent around a, a nice drink for everybody and they're talking about, Oh, it was a good drink. And they, yeah, it was the reason why the drink was so fizzy is because it's filled with thousands of nanobots. So we can now detect like the, your pulse and the different things in your body. So we can tell if you're masturbating and well, you know, while we're on the call, and like one guy's thing just starts going off, <laughs> and it it devolves so hilarious. Like, where's your hands? What are your hands doing? I was brush. No, I no, I was brushing crumbs from my toast off the couch. And then like suddenly everybody's getting turned on and flushed, and all the alarms are going off all over the call. It they are as edgy as ever. Being sixty years old has done nothing. To smooth out the edges of them at all, I I'm, I'm like an episode and a half in, but I am so excited. You mean you mean they didn't all go off and have kids and kind of tame it down? A little That's ex- you know the funny thing was I was talking about this <laughs> yesterday with a colleague of mine about how comedians, a lot of comedians, uh, especially male comedians, get to a certain age, they have kids. And they lose their edge until their kids are out of the house for like 10 years. You know, like Dana Carvey, edgeless for the longest time and then got a little bit of it back. It happens to so many people. These, like, it's like they have not, I don't want to say matured, but it's like they haven't matured one bit. And I am so thrilled about it. I'm there for it. I haven't either. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, fair. Me neither, really. Really. Maybe that's why I'm so excited. It's not just me. Showed that society. <laughs> Take Suck it. it. Yep. So that's my that's my first docket foray as I am straight up in the kids in the hall. There you go. I'm you so happy foray. about it. So happy. That's good shit. Yeah. Who's next? Throwing it up in the okay. air. Okay. Um I'm just gonna throw this one out there because you guys have probably are I wasn't here for the last docket docket episode. So you may have already touched on this, but yep. it's over Thanks. now, so I'm going to jump in and start the discussion. Uh-oh. Moon Knight. I hated it. 
Did we actually talk about Moon Knight? No. I don't think we did. Okay, so I'm guessing. I, I, I know Corey and I know Garrick watched this. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll ask Howie if he tried. I nope. I know the answer. Okay, there we go. So there's your there's your precursor. But okay, so Moon Knight. Yeah, I just finished watching all the apps. All um, six of them. All six of them. Wow. Um. I I wanted to really, <laughs> really, really enjoy the this show, but then you found out Poe Dameron was in it. Poe no. Dameron. No, he was definitely the high point. I mean, he really threw himself into the role. I'll give him that. Which one? <laughs> I got him. <laughs> I see what you did. Um, overall, it was it was an okay watch. I I give it like a five out of ten. I'm I, I have a feeling you and Garrick probably enjoy it more than i did yeah well i, mean, I like it more because i'm left-handed <laughs> i don't know i don't know about garrick i got um, like a six or a seven six uh, or a seven okay yeah it was i couldn't tell if it had it was missing an episode or it had too many episodes. <laughs> like, I, I, like I, some parts like it definitely could have used a better editor i felt so. like it had too many episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, uh, here's here's my take I on it. I think the first three my, episodes could have been whittled down to two. My, yeah. Well, okay. You, so yeah. you're hitting on what I was going to say. Was yeah. That it those, took too long to, to the, hit its stride. The first four episodes were just so like all over the place. And I'm like. Yeah. Okay. So the whole show is trying to make you feel the chaos of the lead character. I and that it. has diminishing returns. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. you're right. They could have done that in fewer episodes than they did. If they yeah. would have If they would have started no. off with the. Last what two episodes? The last two twist. episodes were I thought were great episodes. Yeah, yeah. They they could have easily cut out some of that middle crap because it really didn't matter in the end anyway. And just like have that, that would have been an awesome. Show. I think and just the reason I mm, the reason why they mattered was because you have to spend some time. I'm not I'm not saying I disagree. With like the overall sentiment, but the reason why you had to have that kind of a some kind of drag was that you had to feel Mark. Is that the name right? Am I getting the name right? Mark Spector. There's Mark. Mark. And Steve. Yeah. Mark is the main guy. Oh no! And then Stephen was the, the one that was Stephen. Stephen was the one that was made Stephen up. Grant. Yeah, Stephen Grant. You had to feel uh, English Poe. Right. Uh, right. You had to feel why he is the way he is. So that when the reveal happens, it's more impactful. Some of that reveal episode with like the abuse from his mother and the death of his brother and all that, like that was good shit. Oh man, yeah, that was heavy right. good stuff. That no. was like what ep ep four? That, that had to be five. Yeah. Five and six were the two that okay, yeah. really stuck out in my That's mind. right. Four was the one where you get like the pyramids and all that stuff. Right. So for you to really, really feel the impact of that. You had to have a lot of the chaos that Stephen Grant goes through to understand that he's not real, kind of, and why that matters. Like, it wouldn't have had its emotional impact if you didn't have, like, the fact, okay, every day when he gets up, he calls his mom and leaves a message because his mom doesn't answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff. Like, it, it, all that mattered. There's a lot of stuff that matters, but, and usually... I would like to think that when I complain about a a pacing of a show or whatever, I'll say, you know what they should have done is this, or what they could have done was that I don't know what they could have done in those first three episodes to pick up the pace a little bit. Cause right. You're just kind of spinning in chaos, waiting to have your feet grip the ground that whole time. And if they'd had something going on alternate from that, other than, you know, Ethan Hawke and the bad guy story, Ethan Hawke did a great job too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? I don't dislike any of the actors in this film. No, all this, the acting was TVs. was perfect. A- acting was great. I I feel like that. Honestly, I think kind of going back to what Garrick was saying, this could have been like a four episode season, and I would have been more happy than with six. I think five would actually. I think just cutting out one episode would have made actually just enough difference because three episodes of what the hell's going on. The episode four wasn't that crazy, but the first three episodes were all over the place trying to make you feel the manicness of the character. I think they could have done that in two. One wouldn't have been enough. And you needed four, five, and six because four was the climax to set up what's actually happening. Five and six were the explanations of what's actually happening. You know, 
So one wouldn't have been enough. But I, I really think just having one fewer episode would have been really beneficial and having two episodes at the front to do all the setup. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have liked more. But it doesn't resolve what happened just, with the first episode. There was just episodes. not enough story. And like you said, if they could have had a B plot or something going on. But yeah. the B plot would have made you not feel the chaos as True. well because you would have I, been I, getting your I feet guess, under. I, I it, totally understand what yeah. you're saying. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to like this more than I like it. So, yeah. And let's, let's put this in perspective here. Again, the actors are great. I the look and the feel of the the whole show was great. Yeah, I, I just the the costumes terrible. I thought the <laughs> costumes were great. Absolutely. Wait, awesome. wait, wait, wait. Which costume? Yeah, exactly. Mark's <laughs> costume or Steven's costume? I lo- I love the Moon fact Knight. that they're so different. I even exactly like, which one? I even like the mythology of all the of the Egyptian gods and using an avatar. I like all that. Yeah, stuff. yeah, I did too. There was just, but you didn't get. Hardly any of that for three episodes. In yeah. the first episode, you get almost nothing but chaos. And you don't, like, until the end of the first episode, there's no Moon Knight. You know, it's not really to the end of the first episode where you even get a taste of it. Yeah. And I feel like they squandered a lot right there. But yeah, I'm not sure, other than just tightening that up, what they really could have done. For me, two episodes in, I was like, I don't know. That's exactly how I feel. like. I was like Oscar Isaac's amazing, but I, I think don't I watched know. the first three eps, and it took me a while to finish the last three. Well, and you binged them, right? <laughs> um, again, I watched the first three, right? Binge style. I watched I took them a week or two off, and no. then I watched the last three. <laughs> yeah, um, I watched them week over week, so it was like only an hour a week. And so, yeah, after the second episode, I was like, I'm gonna finish it, but I'm not really motivated. And then at the end of the third episode, I was like okay and then the fourth episode i'm like all right now i've got a premise that i understand i mean i kind of i understand the meta premise but now i have the story premise Mm -hmm. and i was all in from there and i came out of that show i don't i think maybe an eight for me really yeah i really i really enjoy the show uh and its flaws were forgivable for me yeah but it's a hard forgive because i know that a lot of other people would not forgive. I was going to say the the general, you know, we're nerds here, so we're going to give the benefit of the doubt. I feel like almost every time, but general audiences, I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it'd be interesting to see what the numbers are on this show, how many views they had yeah. and if it's going to have any impact on the, you know, sure. on the expanded, you know, story of the, you know, phase four or whatever. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I want the character. I want to see the character again. Uh, yeah, I want to know more about uh, the third Jake character. Yeah. Oh yeah, the yeah the new Egy- he has the his Egyptian own superhero. No, no, the after sequence character. Did you not watch your after credit scene, uh, I, Mike? I know I did, but I can't remember what it was. Basically, it ain't just Mark and Steven. This is the third one. There's a third one. Oh, that's right. And yeah, that's yeah. how. And you get it. I mean, it. There's hints at it throughout the series, but you get it's laid on you when. They go to actually finally fight Ethan Hawke, the big bad. Yeah. And they don't, you don't get the fight. It's just over and he's beat. And oh, neither right. of yeah, them understand yeah, yeah. what happened. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Also the third sarcophagus in the, uh, in the psych ward yeah. shaking is another clue. That's the big clue early on, earlier on. It's still like four episodes in or five, the fourth <laughs> or fifth episode. I, I kind of wish they were, try- I think in my opinion, they were trying to do too many genres at once. They they were doing the action, they were doing the psychological, and then they tried to throw in like uh, kind of like an ac- a, a mystery genre or a, like an Indiana Jones or the Mummy type thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely some hardcore yeah. Mummy vibes yeah. in yeah. that yeah, yeah, that yeah. fight scene in the that pyramid. Was, I was okay. It was like I would kind of wish they would have cut some of that out and maybe expanded the lore around the avatars. Because the avatars, yeah. you know, they're they're supposed to be important, but yeah, don't literally know nothing about him no the whole yeah show. nothing i mean Except they're the just one like who talks to him right for a little bit at the same time not knowing much about them made it for me all the more fun when the i don't remember the uh the the ex-wife's name or the wife's name but when she's Layla. like yeah when she's reaching out to the the goddess of death to be her avatar and she's like literally changing voices and characters I, in the yeah, moment i like yeah, i like yeah, that, that part cool. no, i love the fact that the goddess of death doesn't have an avatar and this chick's like i'll be your avatar she's like yeah. oh I'm gonna <laughs> be my so avatar. that'd be so great <laughs> <laughs> that was funny the like, hippo I, was the I, highlight 
they could i wish they would have had like a little political intrigue or something like osiris doesn't get along with so and so you know there's you know, yeah, anything like were, that. There were breadcrumbs of it, but not really any payoff. Bleh. Yeah, yeah. And then they, at the end, when they get they get killed, you're just like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I guess See, that and that's what I'm them. saying. That's where a B plot like that exactly that's yeah. A, yeah. really expanded this and made it more palatable. It, it could have. I think you know, get all Game of Thrones up in there with them. I think <laughs> the I think all the depth you got with Steven would have been completely demolished by a B plot. I don't know. I do. I, I think I think ninety percent of it gone because you'd you'd be like, all right, now I know what's going on, and then right, you know, the next minute oh, you're back into, I, oh, why no. the hell is Quan in this show? Oh wait, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Halo. If you're doing a lot of political intrigue and you have like a fish out of water, like uh, uh, Stephen, I think that that could develop his character a little bit more. Yeah, that's he's possible. Like your your eye your eye into this world. Yeah, don't, he, he's a, as confused as the viewer is. Yeah. I, I think we can all agree, though. Less time spent on Steven's day to day would have probably been a mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, I did like okay. the museum security guard. That that guy was pretty funny. Yeah. He's like, oh, he just didn't give an f. He's watching otter videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Ethan Hawke, impressive in that role. That movie more stuff. Yeah. So it looks like on Rotten Tomatoes, looks like we have a um, critic score of eighty-seven and an audience score of ninety-two. So yeah. very oh. highly rated. Oh, okay. There how many? Go. Wait, how many audience um, reviews? Five billion. Everybody. How do you see so that? many? Doesn't say underneath or something. It says C score details, and it just gives me the same thing. Oh, geez, that's pretty oh, detailed. I thought they used to tell you how many of those. Disney paid extra money. You know what? They've been screwing the with uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I wonder if they just don't even show that. Dude, anymore. ever since Last Jedi came out, Rotten Tomatoes is all over know, the place with their over. functionality because they're trying to legitimize themselves. When, in my opinion, the only thing that ever delegitimized them was the bought and paid for Last Jedi reviews. I know I'm sound like super sour about that, but it has been a <laughs> roller coaster yeah, with them since it then. Has. It's been dumb. But, yeah. Yeah. Roller coaster. And I think uh, IMDb had. The oh no wait, I'm thinking of Doctor Strange, so I don't know what IMDb. Moon Knight, Moon Knight, getting there. Crazy Batman. How seven point five? Seven point five. Yeah, it definitely thirty two. Again, I'm. 000. I mean, that's that's higher than I give it. Again, I'm. I'm more like a five. That's where I'm at. It definitely does not follow the pattern of traditional Marvel stuff. No, well uh, at all. And well, I'm you, fine with you that. brought up like Egyptian gods and stuff, and I'm like, I I could like that. Yeah, that's I mean, what I, I'm a huge Stargate. I fan, would be so. I would be interested to see what you think of this yeah, show. So, and there's a couple of depictions of kind of like Egyptian concepts that you probably are a little familiar with that that are visually really kind of like, yeah. oh, that's that's cool. I still hate the outfits, but no, the it, there there's nothing about the costume that I dig until you see Steven's version, and it's. 100% different except <laughs> yeah, it's still right. it's still white and you're like well, oh I've, it I've manifests itself them. differently it's just, it's it becomes it's it, it's interesting I mean, in and of itself the different ones yeah but yeah it's funny how let, let me just say as the in the scenes when it changes it's kind of clever and funny okay. how it works so uh anyhow but there's it's it's a uh, sex and nudity is like a green on the parents guys yeah so. that's terrible they, they're definitely yeah. need more Sorry. Yeah. Come Sorry. on, Marvel. Come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah come on. Come on up your Disney. Game. <laughs> we got we got that parrot uh thing now in uh, Disney Plus. So yeah, use it. Yeah, use, use it. it, Disney. Yeah. Come speaking on. of speaking of using it, Garrick. <laughs> what's on your docket? Well, boys, <laughs> I've been watching a show from a foreign country, and the country may surprise you. Japan. No, Norwegian. Korea. Surprise. Nor- no. Norwegian. How the hell did you know that? Be foreigners. How the hell did you know that? Because that's what I've watched. Oh, that's my nice. docket. <laughs> you guys have Holy the. Ex- no, there's nothing impressive about this. It's so impressive. You guys get the exact How same suggestions know? because you watch the same weird crap. It's probably true. Yeah. I've seen it. You've seen it? 
No, I've seen your suggestions. <laughs> oh. And it looks nothing like mine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So how is on but, the foreigners train? But this is right, not on on Netflix, so no, it's on the Hubbo. Hubbo. Hubbo it is Max, on the Hubbo. Hbo. Hbo Max. Hbo Max. Now I've only seen the first yeah. season. Okay. I've seen all of the first season, a little bit of the second season. Yeah, I haven't started the second one. I'm halfway through the second season. And so. the third season's coming out at the end of this year. So Is it? Oh, they've announced yes. the third season? Yep. Sweet. Okay, cool. So uh, for you guys who don't know. Is it a show about eating salted fish? There, there is they some are, salted fish do, in there. It's Norwegian. Uh, There's going to be salted yeah. fish. There's a lot of eating things. <laughs> the, yes. And you want to talk about Mandong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You had nothing so on this. <laughs> I don't sorts. know. Speaking of nudity. Yeah. So foreigners, the concept is is a uh it's a procedural police drama. But there's a twist. You see, in Norway, in Oslo, somehow people from the past are blinking into the future in the water, in the bay, into the present. So you have a town ta- now Oslo's full of these people coming from the stone age from the Viking era and from oh, like weird. the 1800s or something. And they're all trying to, nobody knows what's happening or why it's happening. So the, the main show revolves around uh, a cop, uh, a detective and his new partner who was a, you can't say the V word because that's bad. You can't say Viking. Uh, I can't, <laughs> that's part of the fun of the show, but she's a Viking and she's the first, uh, what they call foreigners. Wait a minute. Warner. This is a another buddy cop show where you yeah. it's like like the show where you had like the the orc and Will Smith or whoever it was. <laughs> yeah, but it's better than that. What about the show where you had you had Bones and the robot guy? I don't know. Oh yeah, robot cop. Yeah, robot Almost cop. Almost human. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. love those shows. Yeah. I love the oh. cops where you got two completely different <laughs> Wackadoo. I mean, but this is different because he's is, like the veteran, and you're like, oh, he's a veteran. She's a rookie, doesn't know anything. Yeah, she doesn't know anything, but she's also like a fucking badass. Well, I would, so I, just, from what you said by saying she's a not Viking, I would suspect yeah. that that's what I'm gonna get. Yeah, that that's part of the one of my favorite parts is they're all tongue in cheek. They're, they're uh, trying to be politically correct on Norwegian version of NPR or whatever. So like some guys calling in, like we have Vi-, you know. We have a new Viking uh, detective, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, we don't use the V word. Uh, we, call, we call them displaced Norwegian something. Or other. <laughs> like temporal. They have a, a technical term like temporal displaced uh, old Norse something. It's, it's kind of it's kind of funny because they're using like some of today's terminology. Yeah. Like politically correct terminology. Yeah. But in this. They're like, doing a yeah. little they're doing a little tongue in cheek social yeah. commentary. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's fun because. Uh, uh, they'll show like scenes where they're driving through the city like the credits are always different at the beginning yeah that's i found really really kind of neat because it's like i like cool. that yeah that the opening me the opening credits is like it, it's always like him driving but it's it's yeah, for it's the like, new episode it's that's it's, cool yeah it's, dri- it's like yeah. they're always driving to work and then you get a glimpse of what they're passing by so you see like street urchins from the 1800s next to like cavemen like in trees just hanging out like eating bunnies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right with these dongs out yeah well it's it's it starts out with him and his uh i don't know if they were married at that point i, I think so but they're like yeah. buying a new apartment or a house or whatever townhouse or something right uh and then just a short period then the first event happens sure and then it fast forwards it's got to be what 16 18 years yeah yeah it seems well, it's, it's like what was that what was that show where the aliens landed there was another cop sh- it was another cop show where it was a cop and the alien dude who was his cop buddy remember this show was on fox i think they did i think they rebooted it at one point but you had the aliens who came to earth and basically integrated in society At the beginning of the show you get them landing or whatever and then it's years later and you know everybody's racist and stuff like that but yet there's still <laughs> integration yeah what was that show called? alien nation Oh, see, it's a play on yeah. words. Alien Nation. Yeah. Ah, makes you think, uh, don't it? That's an old one. I know, but everybody forgot about that show. And yeah. now I'm going to, I want to go watch it again. <laughs> After I yeah. watch this show. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know what more to say, but other than. Yeah, it's, it's just, yeah. So they, there is a, yeah. you know, a story. They're trying to solve a, a murder because they're both uh, homicide detectives. And so that's like the main plot of the show. But everyone has their little side things going on. Like she, uh, she has some people from her past that have been showing up. And now she has to kind of deal with them in her life now. And he's, he's, he's like, you know, the typical, oh, he doesn't have a drinking problem, but he does have like a drug problem. Yeah. Uh, that affects his work and that kind of stuff. And then, yeah, and they're just trying to navigate all these weird people all around him. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's funny because all this time has passed and you got to remember like, oh yeah, these weird, like stone age people mm-hmm. that pop for like, they're just wandering, walking about. They how, yeah. How do you integrate people that primitive? Yeah. So yeah. it's yeah. become natural just to, oh, this guy came and ran into this his yard and picked an apple or, or an orange or something. I forget what it was. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and I guess we can spare a few of those, you know. Yeah. And he just runs. It's like, the new normal. Yeah, it's the new normal. Yeah. They so. like literally live in the park, like the, the public parks, and like Vikings have like uh, fires in the middle of parks and all this. So they just all live outside in these like what that are yeah. once like beautifully manicured. Yeah. Subtitled Some people dubbed or English. Uh, dubbed. Dubbed. And subtitled. And but, subtitled. Yeah, if you, because the dubbing uh, is really strange. how you watch <laughs> it. If you watch it the way I did. So the first like four or five episodes are dubbed in the last oh, two. Last so. two or not. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I have subtitles. subtitles on 100% of the time anyway. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, so, you have to because they speak Norwegian, and that that's dubbed. But yeah. then there's a Viking language that they use, and that has to be subbed. Just kind of oh, like, because that's intended to be that way anyway. Yes, yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah, exactly. Because the that when the first foreigners come, they don't know what language they're speaking. They pull in some translator from who I guess translates Icelandic, and he's like, uh, "That's not Icelandic. I don't know what the hell they, they're talking. They're speaking there." That's that sounds really interesting. Yeah, it's also kind of fascinating because you get some people who are who you know come over but and you know are trying to integrate into the new society. Yeah, and you get some people who know I I want to live the way yeah I've always lived, and then you get some people who are go all current day trying to act like of course you do yeah right yeah you know, you act get, like oh i want to be it's modern tribalism yeah i mean we see it yeah. every day all the time people are just like i want to play for this team yeah and then yeah. you get the hybrid where you have a dude with a horse and buggy with his like ipod or iphone yeah. out with <laughs> listening to like tunes oh you get hipsters <laughs> yeah they, and they're all like half of them are just because of the way they you know they dress and everything from they're from the 1800s so they dress like they did but they also have all this modern technology. Yeah, they're basically because some of it's too cool to pass up. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a neat, a neat yeah, show and, that I've really and then, like. Been there's a even bigger plot that starts to unfold. Like, how, why is this even happening to begin with? Right, and you, and you kind of figure out something from her storyline that you're like, what is going on? Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, kind of where I was left off with. <laughs> you know, it sounds like another show to go on the pile of things I have to watch when my wife is busy yeah. doing other things. But, yeah, um, but yeah, speaking of that, uh, I believe you have one of but those. You haven't gone. No, that's this is Garrick and mine. This is our all right. You want love. me to use this segue actively is, to h- yeah, usher things along? Our love child is Beforeners. Right all right, now, so. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, be and the reason why there, this would go at least one back in line for shows I have to watch without my wife is because I'm, and I'm not gonna spend much time on it cause we've already talked about it, but a little bit, uh, I'm about halfway through severance. Yeah. You yeah. Are. Um, severance, severance, severance is a show that my wife hates. <laughs> not surprised yeah. at all. So we watched two episodes one night and I said, listen, I got to power through this show or else man, Memorial Day is going to come and all the guys are going to be talking about the show and I'm going to feel really bad. And then when they finally get done, I'll be excited to start being able to participate again and they'll start talking about football and then I'm just going to get mad and leave. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I have to watch this show. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to participate. So we start the show and I'm like, she loves Adam Scott. So I got her sold on that. Right. Yeah. She's like 10 minutes in. She's like, this better start. Blah, 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 blah. Like she's getting mad. 
and stuff. By the end of the second episode, she's like, I'm going to kill myself. No, I'm for <laughs> real. I'm just going just gonna to kill myself right now. This show that makes show, me want to kill myself. That show will do it. And so, but it wasn't because the show was affecting her. It was because it was not affecting her and she just wanted to die. Um, but I said, you got to understand. I'm like, you know, when we watch stuff, I figure out everything way before you do. I have no idea what the hell's going on in this show. And all I could do is come up with cockamamie theories. I said, the fun part is my brain is trying to do that and nothing is sticking to the board. And that is so refreshing to me because I know by the way they've made this show that there is a plan in every detail because it is too intentional. Every marginal little tiny yeah. thing in the show is so intentional that I know that there's going to be a reason for everything. It is the what I call the opposite of Lost. <laughs> because when I watched the first Wait, episode of Lost. the smoke monster? No, no, no seasons I like like seasons into lost I had not watched it and we had friends who were obsessed with it and I had said from the jump that show looks like a steaming pile of bull crap I'm like no no it's great you gotta try I'm like all right I'll give it four episodes halfway through the first episode I said this is bull crap there is no direction they have no idea what they're doing they're just literally writing red herrings it's just red herring after red herring after red herring and the season, the show ended soon after that, and then eventually it came out. The writer said, "Yeah, we never had a plan. We were actually just writing by the seat, the seat <laughs> of our pants. We never right planned out a main story at all." And that's why you all hated the ending because we didn't really think that far at all. No, it's and, a stream of consciousness, man. Uh, and oh. yeah, and and I smelled that in the first episode. I watched four episodes and I walked away. I said, "I am done. I am ashamed to be part of a species that is fooled by that garbage." Um, this show is the polar opposite of that. I'm sitting there going, I've no, like, I didn't know it was going on lost, but there it's because there was nothing going on with lost. It was just bull. This show. I'm just like, Oh, I gotta, I'm going to have to strap in. Yeah. Because I have so many questions and I know that most of them will get answered in time. The other reason why I'm enjoying severance, maybe, maybe. But I mean, I know there's a there's if I I'll be able to find a reason, even if it's not explicitly said, everything will feel justified because it, it's it does already, you know, in some fashion, um, every little detail. The other reason why I'm really enjoying it is because in my mind, it is really Westworld season three. <laughs> yeah, kind of, <laughs> because this show is more Westworld than season three of Westworld even came close to being (laughs) and it scratches the same itch you know it's the it's the whole like are these people really like are they real what are they capable of they're you know they kind of have an infantile understanding of reality it's the same thing with the hosts in westworld it's like how much freedom do they really have how how much can they really rebel against the system What's the impetus of it? Is this by design that they're rebelling or is it not like all of that stuff? Severance does the same thing in a microcosm. Mm -hmm. And because it's in a microcosm, you're not distracted by all the gunslinging and all the swagger. It's distilled down to its thickest, gooeyest version of that Mm -hmm. question. And I am enjoying the balls out of it. So I appreciate you guys for peer pressuring me. And a bonus as John Turturro and Christopher yeah, yes. no, the whole cast is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, you normally can't tell me, hey, there's an Arquette. Come along for the ride. And me go, mm, great. You know, uh, but I said, to my, I said to my wife, I said, oh, it's got my second favorite Arquette. The first one's <laughs> got to be David because he's a snuggly bunny of a man. Aww, yeah, and the really. last one has to be Rosanna because she cray cray. So yeah. Patricia, you know, hey, medium was OK for a few seasons, <laughs> but she's actually she's scary. Good. In the show, everybody, great oh, yeah. casting. Yeah, her uh, mannerisms or lack thereof are just. Oh yeah, scary. yeah. And and her like is that Ukrainian kind of almost accent on yeah, the outside? I have no idea. You Mark. just can't pinpoint. Yeah, like I, I refuse <laughs> to say. What are you doing, Mom? I know. I refuse to say it's bad, but it might be. I don't know though, and that's fine. <laughs> it sounds like she's trying too hard, which works for that. Uh, Audi yeah, yeah, you, it kind of works. Yeah. Even if if that's if that's what's happening, it's not good. It works yeah. as not good. Uh, however, I will just end with this. My hope is after this show is complete, 
that someone actually finishes the full text of the book that the brother-in-law wrote so I can <laughs> buy it and read it. Because that is the funniest damn thing I've ever heard in they my life. You need to sell that on whatever website. It was, it's on HBO, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Dude, Apple ben, TV Plus. That's what it is. Ben Stiller has yeah, shown TV, that he can yeah. do. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, ben Stiller has shown that he can do dark comedy before. This is like way darker, but the comedy is still there. It's oh, not yeah. a comedy by any stretch, but there's comedy throughout the show. Everywhere. And Howie and I were, oh, we were talking beforehand. I'm like, I want to know how many people watch the show and aren't even listening to the dialogue because they're just looking at the characters and their fascination with the, with the, not the dialogue, but the, the, him reading the book while they're reading it. You hear his, the brother in law's voice reading. How many people are actually listening to what's being said? Because it's the most asinine hilarity, you know? <laughs> and I, I said, uh, my favorite part was camaraderie, a word that comes from the Latin camera which means a device used to take pictures <laughs> like i'm just dying laughing at, they're just blown away yeah and oh so because they're they're infant they're children they're only a few years old in their consciousness so they think this is like the wizened angels passing knowledge onto them when it's just this dipshit new age a-hole who writes a book doing no research whatsoever and it's the dumbest book in the world <laughs> I love that. And and of course they've got that acting. It's the brother from Orange is the New Black. Re the way he's yeah. re the way he's reading it like this, and he's trying to make it sound so like, like even though they're yeah. reading the book, you're hearing it like it's him reading an audiobook. Yeah. And it's hilarious. I'm like, this is knee slapping comedy if you listen to it, but the show doesn't play it like that. And oh it's great. And right after we watched those two episodes, we switched over the first two. I mean like four episodes in or whatever. We switched over to an episode of Justified, and in the season where we're in, there's this big mystery of who is this person. They're looking for this person. Who is it? Who is it? We got to find this person. Like two episodes in, I was like, "Oh, it's that guy." I yeah. I knew who it was, and every time we watch an episode, I would turn to Kathy and go, "Have you figured it out yet?" And she's like, "No," but I didn't want to spoil it for her because she gets really mad when I do that. But every time we watch another episode, it got more obvious, and I'm like, "You really still haven't figured it out?" And she's like, "No." Well, we watched the two episodes of Severance and then we watched an episode of Justified where they finally revealed it. And I turned to her and I went, that's <laughs> why I like Severance. <laughs> yep. I really like Justified. Justified's a good show, but I had no idea what's going on in Severance and it just feels refreshing to know that I'm in for a completely new ride that yeah. will be a good ride. Well, that's the thing is they earn, they earn everything they, they're uh, doing uh, because there's shows out there that you're like I don't know what's going on this is awful I don't want to watch any more of this lost but there's this <laughs> where it's like you still don't really have a, you, well you absolutely don't have a clear picture of of anything really what's going yeah, on but it's got the but perfect balance it's intriguing of, yeah it's feeding you nuggets while introducing new questions so you have like this little equilibrium or maybe you're gaining a little more than you're losing. Well, you, you gain a few more nuggets than you have more questions. Or I, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but there's a balance to it mm -hmm. that shows so constantly fail at. I don't care. The Walking Dead lost all these shows that want to give you intrigue, but they have no idea that they can't just starve you for what's going on. They have to feed you to keep you dependent yeah. And they end up shaking off viewers because you're like, I'm so sick of not understanding and they think it's good storytelling, but it's not. And it's not because the viewers are dumb. It's because the storytellers are dumb. And this show is literally like every question that comes up. It's like, hang tight. That's how it feels. It's just hang tight. Well, like, hang tight. I think for me, the one of, one of my favorite scenes, I'll say it that way, is you, you there's the where she's trying to leave because she doesn't want to be there anymore. Oh, yeah. We talk about this. Yeah. But then it was like an in episode, the stairwell. Yeah. An episode oh, yeah. or two later. No, it's the same. Ep it's the first episode. It's later on in the episode. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure. I was. Th I think it's a different. Episode. You think it's the second episode that did that? Yeah. It was definitely in the first two. Well, she tries to leave in one episode and then in the next episode. But <clears throat> when she's trying to leave. Yeah. What you see is she leaves, but then immediately comes right back through the door. Yeah, full she just tilt. Was. 
Yeah. Yeah. Where she just was. And you're like, what in the world is it doesn't make sense. So yeah, you, you and from her question, perspective, yeah. she's going out a door, but coming right back through from where she was trying yeah. to leave from. And she doesn't get it. And you're seeing Adam Scott's character, Mark, everybody's named Mark tonight. Yeah. Um, at the end of the hallway, just kind of like letting her do it and not not really watching. And at one point he turns to watch and she goes through the door and you see her actually get through the door and just eat crap right on the floor. She just falls down on the floor and then it, he comes back around the corner and you don't see again the end of the hallway where she is again. And it's kind of like, well, wait a minute. She can't get through the door. How come when he looks at her, she goes through the door? He sees her get through the door. But from her perspective, she keeps coming back again. She never yeah. gets through it. And then either later in that episode or the next episode, you actually and you know, I'm sensitive to time jumps. I don't like time jump storytelling, but this was a perfect execution of it you actually see that there's someone else on the other side of the door. And basically what you find out is when she passes through the door, her consciousness that she has inside the company is severed, severed. <laughs> and her consciousness outside the company kicks in. So the reason why for her, every time she goes out the door, she comes spilling back in is because she's changing into her other consciousness. When she goes out the door, decides to go back through the door. And so the conscious, the, the her that's trying to escape can't get out yeah. because she's not aware that anything outside the door is happening. And at one point you see her come through the door and what does she do? She eats poop and goes spilling to the floor. Now the door closes. This is the part where Adam Scott stops watching and goes back around yeah. the wall. The dude picks her up. And I said, the brilliant part about that is that while she's trying to get through the door, the first time you're seeing it and she can't get through Adam Scott's waiting around the corner. Mark S is waiting around the corner for it to happen, but you never see it from his perspective, except the one time where he looks and sees her go and make it through the door. Yeah. The rest of the time, it's her perspective and her experience. So they literally confuse it and then bring it back together so perfectly. Well, and they're they're showing you a point, and they're probably they're making a uh, a statement of of showing you how the severance, how the severed consciousness really yeah. works. Yeah, and and I, I think it's a great way because they're not telling you. Yeah, they don't tell you. Yeah. They show you. Yeah. They're, they, I mean, they will not tell you, yeah. they, but they show it and they do it so well. The writing, the shooting, like the directing and the editing, the amount the, the ambiance in the office is just off kilter. It's it's great. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So that affected me today. <laughs> <laughs> Did it? I, I went to the doctor day for a follow up on my jacked up knee. And uh, it was a new doctor's office and uh, they took me back through one entrance in the back of a lobby that was at the back of a hallway and everything's gray. We go back through this door and everything's white. The hallways are all white. Oh, yeah. There's no markings on any doors. There's no windows, no nothing, just <laughs> doors and white. And so oh, we go yes. back into exam room and we do my thing, meet a new doctor, new nurse. They were fabulous. I'm like really encouraged about this. And we, we go out and she's like, all right, well, you just follow the signs and go check out and we'll, uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'm like, all right, thank you very much. And you guys are great. And I turn and there is one sign in front of me at the end of the hallway that says, check out arrow. So <laughs> I go to that end of the hallway and I turn and there's a much longer hallway. Again, no windows, no markings at all. And there's an end at that hallway with no sign. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going to walk and look up and down any hallway and see if there's another sign. And I'm walking down this hallway and I am feeling like just reverberating through my bones that I am underneath Lumen. <laughs> like, did, did I, Mr. Milchick come out and try to escort you to the elevator? I was ready for it. I was ready for it. I was ready for some big Bubba Smith looking dude in a, in a, in a button up shirt sleeve shirt. Going just be smiling and ask me to pick my genre of music. And uh, I, the yeah, finally jazz. at the very end of that hallway, I turned and there was another hallway with another sign at the end of it. And I was like, Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and I eventually found my way out, but it was so needlessly labyrinthine. I was like, how am I here right the day after I was watching the show? This is ridiculous. So, anyhow, it's a, I, I, I'm very excited about catching up on this show. I'm, I'm excited no that you are. Michael, row that boat ashore. Uh, what? Bring us home, baby. Parting thoughts. Hmm. <clears throat> I, what you been, it's your I docket, pal. <laughs> I think do what you want to do. Moon Knight is all I had, man. 
Moon Knight is oh, all you had? That's all I've been. Well, all okay. No, I'll throw one out oh, there. All right. Oh, I will throw go. one out. I'm doing an oldie right now. Good. An oldie, but a goodie. Bring us home, baby. So, uh, hopped on um, our little thing that we do. <laughs> I'm going to have to narrow, narrow that down. <clears throat> no, I'm not, na- I'm not narrowing anything down. The, le- the key party? <laughs> the key party the that way, we do? The way that we watch TV. We're, we're talking and, about your mother. Oh, <laughs> you were consuming media. Oh, Correct. Cable yes, box I was consuming media right. in a completely benign box. way. <laughs> um, no, um, I've just, uh, I've tried to watch in the past some a little bit of the uh, uh, Married with Children. Yeah. And could never oh, find boy. any... I've tried different, you know, apps and streaming and all that stuff and can never find, I could just find like little, like, like groups of episodes. Yeah. Anyway, I found full seasons, thankfully. Really? And, uh, have been in consuming that. And, uh, those, I, I, I used to watch those when I was young yep. and loved them. Yep. And, uh, but I haven't watched them for years, yep. man. years and years and years and years. Well, I mean, it's not a show that gets a lot of syndication. No, it doesn't, and and it never did. I it mean, it did old, for a little while. It's an old Fox, you know, yeah. thing. It was and, Fox's uh, first big breakout sitcom, as yeah, I recall. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. pretty much. And um, and no, found a way to watch it. And uh, um, that first season is a small season. It's like thirteen episodes, twelve or thirteen episodes. And almost out of the gates, that show is like, yep. awesome. Yep, <laughs> uh, Chuck Lorre. That show is, is a really? is a is a ascendant of Big Bang Theory. Really? Yep. Huh. Interesting. What? He well, the reason so what he discovered with that show, I mean a lot of brilliant stuff about that show, um, was that they knew they were going for like more like blue, kind of like carnal, guttural man guy humor. Sure. You know, misogynistic mm-hmm. in in a fun way back then. Um, and so one it's thing they fun. did was they would go out and try to get servicemen who were on leave. They would go to the places where they knew there'd be like sailors on leave and, and other servicemen. Like, like, I don't remember where it was shot or exactly like if, you know, they went and just hung out at the docks. I have no idea. But they would get servicemen specifically to pack in the studio audience because these oh. are the guys that would hoot and holler <laughs> every sure. time Christina Applegate walked on. Oh, that's interesting. Every time he made fun of his wife. These are the guys who would just go right. crazy. And so the show always had a very active audience, mm-hmm. which became a huge driver of that show. Sure. So now you can see how that poison check, Laurie, did become the most sweetener addicted <laughs> right. showrunner where the audiences were never loud enough again on all of his much tamer shows. Sure. Right. So they have to sweeten it. So it's 90% laugh track <laughs> over 10% audience because he married with children was his breakout hit where everybody's screaming and hollering yeah, the, the whole, whole time. time. Yeah. yeah. No, those are, those are fun apps and, and I've been enjoying, I'm in season two now and, um, it just takes me back. It takes me back to when I was young and TV was kind of freewheeling and, you know, guns, guns a blazing kind mm-hmm. of TV. And, uh, it, you know, it, I, you know, yeah, you talk about the misogynistic and all that stuff, part of it, but, but it was, it was self-aware misogynistic. It was, it was tongue in cheek, which back then it made it okay. And, you know, y- you always, think about you know oh yeah you know it's the guy and he's chasing you know girls and, and all that stuff and it's like but it, there, but they're all dirtbags they're all they're, they're all, all eric cartman's <laughs> yes but <laughs> but at the heart of it is still a family that all love each, loves yeah. each other oh there, yeah there's a sweetness to the show that they i hate, think is yeah they resent each other until anyone else antagonizes any Correct. one of them and then it's Correct. like whoomph. yeah they so, come together. Some of my favorite stuff is, you know, when, you know, Kelly will bring home, you know, a boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. And some of my f- favorite stuff is when um, Al is showing them the door. Yeah. And, and he actually always, runs, them always into runs them into the door frame. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Every time. That was a great running gag. <laughs> it's good oh, stuff. Uh, Mike, that means it's time for some news. Oh! Wait a minute. What's happening? I don't know what's happening. Wait a minute. <laughs> it's a hybrid news. Oh, oh here we go. What are we doing? I'm so confused. I am too, but I'm riding this wave. I don't know if y'all know this, 
But right now, several streaming services are expressing interest in a planned animated Mary with Children TV show featuring the original <laughs> actors in the voices in the style of the Mary with Children oh, comics. Well, Katie, Katie Seagal's already got it, man. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I have not heard this. Ever. My brain can't take this. <laughs> I'm exploding. <laughs> you severed me. You severed me. I've been severed. <laughs> That's true? Yes. Oh, dear Porkin, Porkins kid read that literally today. <laughs> really? Yeah, so that's really wow. ironic that you brought that up and he that's stuck funny. around tonight. <laughs> Long enough to yeah. yeah. And was, explode my brain. Yeah. They did a spoof of uh, Married with Children on Futurama. See that? Yes, they did because oh, Katie cool. Seagal played Peg was yeah. voice of oh, yeah. Leela. Yeah. I have I have a question. Mm-hmm. This might might kind of blow your mind. Oh boy. Careful, Mike's tender. Yeah, I just listened to, to a if, bunch of music all played at once. <laughs> what? I have more buttons. Don't you tempt me. What would happen if Pork and Kid said jelly? Dude, I don't know if I'm willing to explore those corners of the universe <laughs> right now. you see Doctor Strange in the multiverse? Of yeah, Madness? that's what I'm that, thinking, right? That will happen. I'm not sure. All of it. I'm not sure it's worth the risk. But you know what is? <laughs> Wrapping up this podcast because last week we gave everybody a double wide, and this week I think it's fair to give them a single wide. Yes. So please, 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 we didn't say much about it last week. Join us on our Discord uh, where we like to chat this kind of stuff all the time and share the dankest of memes, as the kids say. <laughs> so dank. Go to betterkind.com, which is a functional website. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> and click on the Discord link, and you can join us on our Discord server where we'd love to have you there. Give us suggestions for what you'd like to hear us talk about or feedback on the stuff that you've heard us talk about. We'd love to hear it. Uh, in the meantime, also run out to wherever you get the podcast. Give us a nice little review because I don't know. That probably does something at this point. Who's counting? In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. 99. Over there's Howie. Taco Bell. Over there's Garrick. F you, Mr. Milchek. I don't know if y'all know this, but we jelly. Oh, oh what it's the multiverse. What's happening? I got an eyeball on my forehead, guys. <laughs> in my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my brain is exploding. That's what you call an incursion. <laughs> that is an incursion.